Yeah, this didn't work out as planned. Right. <laughs> 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 Got to remove my my top hat. I always did like the uh, the top hat look from uh, Frosty the Snowman. Mm, mm-hmm. So uh, that's my uh, you know Christmas thing. If I'm going, to, if I'm having a family function, I'll bring it. Or if I'm on stage somewhere for a Christmas show, I'll, I'll wear it. Like but it. uh yeah it's a it's a good time i've been a fan of that hat uh just a you know a cheap halloween store top hat you know and i, I found a, a ribbon that i took off of a, a like a, a you know discount gift bag mm-hmm. set thing you know the bis- the basket with all the random shit crackers and cheese and shit that nobody really wants to eat but i took the ribbon off of it <laughs> He's doing the one. All right. So what you can't see is Mr. W two here is getting one nostril at a time on the uh, on the coffee beans to reset his doing uh, a full reset his his olfactory glands here. He's making sure that they're good and good and reset. So if you hear this sound in the in the background, that's that's us shaking the beans. That's not Saint Nick. Trying to right. That's not Saint Nick and his fucking reindeer like ruining your shingles every every winter. No, that's. That's uh, that's us shaking the beans and uh, you know getting the oils going so we can sniff and uh, try to reset our our nose to uh, back to zero so we can uh, do an, an honest uh, nose on on whatever it is that we're going to do the review on. So if you hear that in the background, that's what's going on. But I looked up when I was talking about my hat. I looked up just in time to see him. He's got a finger on one nostril. <laughs> And he's like nose deep in the fucking in the in the ramekin here, full of beans. He's like, and I'm like, holy shit! And then he switches. I'm like, wow, this dude is not fucking around. He came to do work. That's right. Yeah this this one's serious business. This one is serious business. Like to me, this one is so rare. It's almost not supposed to even yeah, exist this is a unicorn here in kansas city this is yeah. a unicorn yeah this is a casey unicorn for merry sure. christmas yeah yeah <laughs> yeah um so uh before we get into that what do you say we start this episode let's do it <laughs> welcome dear listener to the savor the burn podcast my name is jonathan across the table from me is the very merry mr w2 <laughs> ho 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 <laughs> what you call me <laughs> dirty sock chucker <laughs> <laughs> Silly lint liquor. All right, so um, family tonight, show. family show, <laughs> family, <laughs> family. Well, what family doesn't fight and call names and ruin every damn uh, gathering? Well, I would say except for the Duggars, but well, <laughs> they've had a, a, a yeah, they've they've had a lot of problems thanks to their one of their kids. But um, I just brought everything down. So if you want to know more about the Duggars and and all their uh, they're, they're dark secrets. Look up uh, Time Suck episode number 374, The Duggar's Dark Secrets. But that's enough. That's another podcast. You listen to that when this <laughs> one's done. Right now, we have a very special Christmas episode. Uh, we just did our um, we just did a, a selfie video that you'll see up on our socials uh, telling everybody a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. We're wearing our uh, W2 had a Santa hat, and I had my... Um, frosty the snowman top hat with lights on it that you couldn't see but 
whatever. Anyway, check our socials. You'll see it. And thank you for listening on your favorite podcast app of choice, including Sam Stung and so many more. <laughs> I'll never forget that. That was the bane of my existence. That's Probably that's the one reason. Well, not the one reason. I just thought I was saying too many podcast apps. And I was just like, favorite podcast app of choice because i heard that on another right, another right. show it's like a, a finance and retirement show on um kmbz uh, on saturday morning so he said yeah thank you for listening on your podcast app of choice and i'm like i'm stealing that <laughs> thank you sir thank you sir so that's a wealth management show you can also listen to that on a podcast if you want go to the odyssey app and just fucking find it if you're interested on all things um retirement Tonight, we are talking about the um, Weller Antique 107, the purple label. Yes. Yeah, so this last summer, visiting Buffalo Trace, Mm -hmm. the day that we were there ended up being a Weller Special Reserve Day. Mm -hmm. Which is the green That's the green label. label. And it's very tasty. You you gave me a bottle. That bottle right there, MSRP on that was, I think, $30, dollars $25 or $30. Make twenty eight thirty dollars somewhere in there, but if you can find, you know, around town, mm-hmm. it's it's an allocated whiskey, and yeah. yeah, it's it's hit or miss here or there. You're gonna you're gonna pay at least sixty mm-hmm. eighty plus for it. I was gonna say sixty five, sixty seven. That is the one weller that is on Buffalo Trace's daily allocation list. This one does not see that light of day. No, I, it doesn't. I continue to hear great things about it, so it has been a staple on my my find my hunt list yeah. for the longest time. And it was it's on the list with the pessimism that I'm never gonna find this. Yeah. And I happen to be at uh, Ryman's liquor in prairie village mm-hmm. and talking with those guys i've been in there a few times and gotten to know them and they have surprised me uh a time or two with some great finds but i'm in there and we're talking and i don't even remember how we got on the subject but i you know i mentioned you know one of the ones that i'm on the hunt for and 100 percent expecting to never find it is the weller antique 107 and the guy was like, yeah, we just had a Weller 12-year in here. And I'm like, well, mm. that one's on my list, too. And I think that one's even harder to find. Mm. And uh, so anyway, we just kept talking. And then he kind of excused himself and disappeared. And then he came back. As business owners do. Right. And he came back. And I noticed he had a bottle in his hand. And as he approached the counter, he set this beautiful burgundy-labeled <laughs> Weller Antique 107 on the counter, and I was like, "Would you like this? <laughs> did you did you check your pulse, your your heart rate? Did it move? I I, I nearly fell dilate? over. I I nearly fell over. I was just like, holy shit! And they're the thing I love about the guys at Ryman and 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 the owner and everything that they do down there is they are very adamant and very anti second market markups mm-hmm. so you know the blends yeah, the blends at 250 dollars fuck that they're not going to do that um that that amazing stag that <laughs> that i got i got it from ryman mm. and that 
I didn't realize it at the time, but I got that for MSRP, 54 bucks. And I get home and I start researching it all day long online. That's a $300 to $400 bottle. Insanity. <laughs> so just, I mean, just craziness. Uh, this Weller Antique 107 on Flavier is a $200 bottle. Hmm. I got it for $64. It's like a sewer dick. I definitely couldn't beat that. I couldn't beat that. <laughs> so yeah, so this um, uh, this Christmas episode goes with a, a very thankful uh, shout out to Ryman Liquors. Yes, yes. Thank you guys so much for not for not holding this back. I'm gonna pass this over your way so you can All right. look at it, and you know we we had good fun with the. Uh, the Weller Special Reserve episode, uh, mm-hmm. poking fun at them for putting a screw off thin aluminum metal yeah. cap on there. Yeah. I mean the, I mean it actually you know has the crack of uh-huh. when you crack you know the, it the little it's that little ring uh-huh. at the bottom. Uh huh. You know it's a fantastic uh, bourbon, weeded bourbon, and great flavor, just great quality mm-hmm. bourbon. They're not changing it for a couple dumb Kansas City guys that are right. poking fun at them, but you know we're poking fun at them. We're also kind of you know acknowledging that Jim Beam has the plastic screw off cap. Yep. So anyway, all that to say, you get to this unicorn that you just do not find and mm. do not run into anywhere locally, and I'm still just you in should. awe over it. This absolutely has a not only a cork top to it, but that is real cork. Definitely. Uh, in that top to it. As the name says, this is a uh, 107 proof Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. Obviously, it's from Kentucky and distilled at Buffalo Trace. Uh, again, MSRP. Uh, on this is sixty sixty four dollars. I I I paid sixty four dollars. So I think MSRP true MSRP is probably a few dollars less than that. Okay. Um, but I I got it for sixty four, and was super super thrilled at that. I pulled a whole bunch of stuff uh, off of this from there. Uh, the name Weller has been around the the horn a few times. It all started with uh, Stetzel Weller Distilling Company, which, by the way, the original Stetzel Weller Distilling Company does not exist anymore. Hmm. But the Blade and Bow bourbon actually occupies that original distillery space. Okay. And they have purposely left their moniker, moniker, monocle, mm-hmm. moniker on the, the front uh entranceway to mm-hmm. that so it still says Setzel Setzel and Weller Distilling Company. That's really cool about uh, Blade and Bow. Like not only do they buy the uh, the the remnants, the the barrels mm-hmm. that are just left over by you know out of business distilleries, they they let you know what it was. Yeah. Like they don't they don't erase that history. Yeah. And the thing is because they are buying orphan barrels, they don't know orphan barrels, that's what it was. They don't know the age statement of know. a lot of them, but they do know that 
those barrels represent 10, 12, 18-year mm-hmm. bourbons. They just can't pinpoint an exact date on there, so they have to put a no-age statement on there. Yeah. But so anyway, yeah, the Setzel Weller Distilling Company was founded in 1935 and closed in 1972, the year before I was born, during the famous Whiskey Recession. Hmm. Can't even imagine such a thing. Yeah, especially now, <laughs> like uh, the past five years or so, ten years maybe. It's mm-hmm, been a, mm-hmm. it's been a whiskey summer. Yep. Just they had a bunch of great brands when they closed, and the formulas and brands were sold off. Today, the W. L. Weller brand is owned by <clears throat> Sazerac out of New Orleans, and the bourbons are distilled at their famous Buffalo Trace Distillery, along with a wide array of Sazerac products Hmm. the weller antique 107 kentucky straight bourbon whiskey is a kentucky straight weeded bourbon sometimes called antique 107 that is indeed bottled at 107 proof 53.5 abv that's nearly cask strength and all the flavors are powerful at that level although there is no age statement the consensus of our experts and the bourbon drinking public is that it clocks in somewhere near seven years old. Mm. As a straight bourbon, it can't have any artificial colors or flavorings, and you just can't get a rich color and smooth finish like that in less time. Makes sense. This this does have a great color. Seven years is right there at the beginning of that sweet spot. Yep. Right, right it, as far as age goes. Where I, where I like my whiskeys. Bottom line, it is very smooth and with a very light spice at a great value point and makes for an amazing daily drum. Daily. I mean, if I had enough bottles in right. reserve. <laughs> the experts agree. Award Awarding not one but two gold medals in 2019 and one of them a double. Hmm. Well, I think that that's... Uh, that's enough talking, and this has got yeah. a this has got a, a, a medium uh, amber color to it. Yeah. I think warm amber, as the, your notes say. I mean, that's that's just a solid, solid, rich color. Yeah, and it's solid on the side without really a whole lot of legs. It's just it's just mm-hmm. got oh, there's the legs. Never mind, I'll shut up. Mm. What what you getting on the nose? Definitely some cinnamon. Mm-hmm. A little bit of spice. Yep, and there's that weeded. Yep, um, I, I'm pulling a little bit of wheat in there. I didn't. I didn't expect it. Uh, even after it said it that it was a weeded bourbon, still, mm-hmm. I, I didn't expect it. The the vanilla is definitely prominent. Yeah. I feel like the caramel is somewhat, not necessarily subtle, but it's definitely backseat to the vanilla. And yeah, a little bit of wood in there too. Yeah, that that's a great nose. Did you say cinnamon? I did. That was like the first thing that that I pulled off of it. Yeah, yeah, and you said wood. Uh, are you thinking oak? Yeah, it's got to yeah, be oak. Yeah. Yeah, yeah oak and. Uh, it's like I don't see it on the notes, but it, it's um, some kind of baked something. Mm-hmm. 
like a spice bread <clears throat> the spice spice cake so I'm gonna write that down over here on 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 this notepad that nobody's ever gonna see or read but I just <laughs> it's there for my for my own that that's all on the nose so I got two three four five six I got six things on the nose yeah. and from what I remember uh, with the Weller's Reserve it had um, it it didn't have you know five or six things on the on the nose or even on the on the palate, but mm-hmm. what it did have was a, a super strong presence. It's like we did we did a review on one I want to say last week uh, where it was the Eagle Rare. Uh, it, it was a, a, a not week uh, episodes ago. We had a, it was several episodes ago now. We did um, the Eagle Rare. And um, while it didn't have a lot of different things on the flavor profile, mm-hmm. on on the palate, uh, they were they were they were like way high as far as register. Like so, if it had four four things on the on the on the flavor profile, they were at like a eight to ten. Like as mm-hmm. far as presence goes, so I was expecting this to be kind of like that because the the Weller's Reserve had that going for it, I think, but. Uh, this, from what they're saying uh, on their notes, there was that uh, it's got a lot of flavors and they're all really strong. Yeah. So I'm ready to try this on the palate. How about you? Let's do it. Okay. Okay. That was quite the ride. You know, I am going to pitch these glasses real quick. Jesus. Right? I'm going to pitch these uh, these Glencairn uh, whiskey glasses real quick. Um, just because uh, not only one, I like to try to find something that, that, uh, that we have in our affiliate links on mm-hmm. uh, in the shop. Um that we uh, we we get a little bit of a uh, a commission for. Over explain that too much. I just this taste. I bet this tastes way different in this in these in these whiskey glasses than it does in a uh, <clears throat> like a, a cocktail glass. Yep. Uh, which is how I usually drink mine. Um, I I did get a, a, a two pack of these. Um, mm. uh, using the affiliate link on our site. Oh, in the little gift box. Yeah, awesome. yeah. Actually, I bought two of them because I was going to give one away. I don't know if he's listening to this, so I'm not going to tell him that I'm going to send it to him for his birthday <laughs> or for Christmas. But <laughs> um, these, if, if dear listener, if you go to savertheburn.com/shop and you scroll down to the Glencairn um, whiskey glasses in the in the gift box set. And and get yourself a, a couple of these glasses. Uh, get yourself one of those box set, those little kits with the two glasses in there, and start using it. Uh, I think you're going to start noticing things that we keep talking about because yep. people give us shit. Like they don't even listen to the podcast; they just give it. <laughs> well, you guys, one of those kind of people that sit around and be like, you know, this tastes like caramel, and this has got a light oakiness. Well. Yeah, you know, in the in the in the full year, damn near that we've been trying to get people to listen to this. That's exactly what we do, yeah. and you'd know that motherfucker if you listen to it. <laughs> that said, 
uh, we can pick up on a lot of more of those notes because of these these uh, these tulip shaped glasses. It, it's got to be. You're eating some of those uh, those cookies that Miss Katie made for us, aren't you? Who says whiskey and cookies don't go together? <sighs> Somebody said that that it's hands on sight. Them is fighting words. You're doing the chef's the <clears throat> chef's kiss thing. with cookie with a cookie in hand. <laughs> so that said, uh, you're you're just you're missing out. Honestly, you're just missing out if you don't get these glasses or one yeah. glass or whatever and if you don't if you don't trust me at my word go somewhere and find them yeah. elsewhere just don't even use our affiliate link ask like, for a pour and a Glencairn. yeah it's going to be a completely different experience i guarantee you yeah do it side by side uh do it in a, a plastic cup a red solo cup do it in a, a, a cocktail <laughs> glass and do it in in one of these whiskey glasses you're going to get three different flavors you're going to get three different experiences on the nose, on the palate, and on the finish. This is beautiful. This is it's beautiful in the dram. It's beautiful on the on the nose. Like after you after you get a little on the palate and you revisit with the nose, it's beautiful there. Okay, on the palate, I'm getting oak. A lot of oak. A nice warm spice cake. Warm spice, yeah. Um, there's a lot of caramel, waves of caramel. Waves. It's weird how it dips in and out. This is, uh, in the description that I read earlier, you know, it talks about this being 107 proof, which is near cask strength. Mm-hmm. So You can feel it, but it doesn't. 107 is, is a hot proof. Yeah. This does not drink 107. We have had ninety proofs that are that are nowhere near yeah. as smooth. They'll ring your bell. And soft as this. This this is soft is a good way to put that. This is a nice, gentle Kentucky hug. Yes, <laughs> yes, the Kentucky hug. Thank you for that, Faith and Tim. Yes, <laughs> they were good people. I'll, I'm looking forward to the next time we have them on. Uh yeah, oh, man. Yeah, where to? Where else to go with this? This is. I'm I'm looking at the notes and the notes say leather. I, I'm not sure if I'm picking up any leather on this, but that that spice cake is just all over the place. Oh, it I does mean, say spice cake in the notes. Yeah, I mean it. I, I get spice cake fresh out of the oven, still warm and mm-hmm. cooling. And you're you're trying to patiently wait for it to be cool enough to cut into and get a piece, but you can't help yourself, so you just pinch off a little piece of it, and you gotta. You're like the old it's man so hot. on a Christmas story. <laughs> you're, you're just you're you're talking like you're the old man, like like he was with turkey, and how he's just like he's looking around, making sure nobody else is in the kitchen, he's not gonna get busted. Mm-hmm. He reaches in there and he's gonna get a. His hands are shaking because he's so excited. I get that, I do. But you're talking like you're like that with the spice cake, man. This is wonderful. Yeah, and then on the finish, uh, the finish is long uh, with it's a nice a burn long. of heavy oak and sweetness. That's yep. that's a perfect way to summarize that uh, right from the right from the website. <clears throat> and if you want to read it, just go to flaviar.com and click on the uh, the Weller Antique One Hundred Seven. Just Type that in the search bar. I'm guessing, and it'll bring it right up. But this is uh, 
This is really good, especially for a 107 with, with the higher proof. Mm-hmm. And presentation, you know, like we mentioned, this has the 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 real cork stopper on there. Mm-hmm. It is wrapped with a gold uh, kind of a foil on the top of it. Mm-hmm. What I love about this, and and I've mentioned it several other times with several other whiskeys, is it's a very recognizable label. They have taken yeah. the their brand and they've carried it across all of their offerings. Yeah. You know, we've had the Special Reserve. Now we've had the Antique 107. Yeah. I'm familiar with and I've seen pictures online. I I haven't seen in person. Otherwise, I would have just broke out the credit card and say, charge yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're 12 year. They have a. Um, uh, barrel strength uh they barrel proof i think is what they call it Hmm. they have the white label is the i always forget i've seen the cy it's craft your cyo craft your own bourbon yeah how unique is that i want to find one of those Mm -hmm. that that one may be the unicorn of unicorns Hmm. but that one they actually pulled their the weller community and said, okay, you tell us what your perfect mash bill would be. Mm-hmm. And they they surveyed and pulled all these different people, and then they came back and, and tallied it all up and then did a Weller bourbon based off of crowdsourcing mm-hmm. and released it as their CYOB. Super unique, super individual, super rare. Yeah, and that one's the white label. So there, the labeling designs on all the Wellers are exactly the same. You get, you have the Weller script font. You've got the W with the script W mm-hmm, in, mm-hmm. in the circle above it. Kind of a, a an, an arched top to it. Uh, Weller is the original wheated bourbon, mm-hmm. Kentucky wheat, wheated bourbon. But they all follow this same branded um, template. Template, yeah, yeah. And we've talked about that before, with like mm-hmm. uh, Redbreast, uh, the right. Irish whiskey. They they do that similar thing where it'll look pretty much the same label. Yep. The only thing different is the color, and the and the bird is doing yep. something different. I love that because once you once you hone in on. I like this brand. I, mm-hmm. I like this whiskey. Mm-hmm. Then, as you start seeing that exact same bottle, but in a different color or in a different, you know, whatever the color is, is tends to be a, a very easy and standard uh, differentiation of offerings. And in this case, it's a burgundy maroon color for this antique 107. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's got huge fan of that. It's got plenty of oak on the palate and the finish, but not so much that it's offensive. Yeah, I am so happy with this. I I could not be more pleased with this bottle. My, my, yeah, my, I saw you when you took your first palate. You were uh, you were you kind of transcended a little bit, like you stepped away I from was. your body. Uh, then you I, came back. There was so much going on mm-hmm. that my mind 
my body went took a pause because my mind was just trying to process all the different waves and layers of, of flavor that, that that was coming in this. Yeah, and you said the the caramel was going in and out, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it was waving in and out, which was really really kind of wild to experience because like the caramel would step in and let you know it's there then it would back out mm-hmm. but when it backed out of the spotlight something else would step in and then yeah. in and then out and in and out and something different would show up the oakiness or the, yeah. the vanilla i mean we're the cinnamon spice cake or whatever we're two two pulls into this bottle, and my mind is already going. God, start looking for another one. Get another <laughs> bottle, and then start cocktailing it. Oh my God! Can you imagine the cocktails with this thing? It'd be perfect for a Boulevardier. It'd be so, perfect for a for a Manhattan. Probably really good for a old fashioned. So we've talked about uh, a few times over the the past almost year. Uh, the idea of you know, do you mix in a cocktail your higher end bourbons and whiskeys? And I think I think early on we were kind of both on the same page as to, no, I don't think I would, or at least I was at least. Right, it's, it's just it's just so rare. As time has gone on, and as we have gotten in and we've tried these different things, I've kind of changed my my. Th- thought process on that and i almost did the other night i did not but i i see myself here really soon doing a cocktail with that bookers or that stag because first off you know what with bookers or stag right you know you know my early on my mind hold my arms in protest not that it needs it, but right. But how is there any ceiling to elevate it any farther? But, you don't know. You but, don't know unless you try. But but here's where I'm going with that. Early on, my mind was like, I paid umpteen dollars for that bottle. Mm-hmm. I'm not putting anything in it. Probably not even ice. Mm-hmm. Damn it. Yeah. But as we've gotten into this and as we've really tried really the spectrum Mm -hmm. uh, of some of these bourbons, Jim Beam, Mm -hmm. Booker's. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's a pretty wide. Jim Beam. It wasn't the white label. Antique 107. Yeah. Um, You probably spit out the white label. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but it has helped remind me, though, we're not in this to collect bottles we're not we're not in this to find and buy the coveted bottle the mm-hmm. the blantons and then shelf and it. then put it on the shelf and you you know which i will admit my first bottle of blantons when i got it down to about that halfway point i started just like super sipping it, it. Yeah. and trying to <laughs> ration it down and and i feel like i feel like my last Two drinks off of it were still great drinks, mm-hmm. but I also feel like you know I started to to ration and and preserve and save the ending of it so much mm-hmm. that it kind of became a detriment to the quality of the the bourbon. So where I'm yeah. going with this is, 
I'm not interested in collecting and shelving these sought after mm-hmm. higher dollar bottles. I want to enjoy them. Enjoy and, them. And so try it in a cocktail? Yeah, sure. Why not? If you've got it, yeah. Why not? Why not? And thanks to Ryman, you have that that opportunity to yeah. do so. Yeah. They're, they're, they're good guys. You know, yeah. They're, they're great guys. And I've had several great conversations where we've talked about a lot of different uh, bourbons and whiskeys. And... And I appreciate them taking the time to have those conversations. Mm-hmm. Those conversations have led to me being able to bring home some bottles that I thought I would never find. Mm-hmm. And they're not on the shelf. And so, you know, and that's the thing, too, is, you know, you go into your local liquor store, and if you're in there just to find a bottle of something, awesome. Mm-hmm. But sometimes slowing down and taking the time to strike up a conversation and making a friend mm-hmm. out of the process yields a little That's bit more everything to me. than what's on the shelf. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, in, in Raytown, we had a, a little liquor store called the Whiskey Barrel. Mm-hmm. The selection mm-hmm. wasn't expansive at all. It wasn't that great. Um, however, the woman, uh, Connie Maxwell, that, that ran, the, that ran the, the joint, he's going for a second pour, that ran the place... Uh, she was sweet as can be, and um, if she could order it for you, she absolutely would. And yep. I, I loved her for that. That's where you you turned me on to that that place, and that's where I got my uh, uh, number nine. Original. Oh, you went there? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. All right. All right. Yep. She ordered up a bottle, and I went in there and picked it up, and yeah, yeah. So you got to meet her. Yeah. Very, very, very special. Very special person. I'm like, you, some people you meet and then, you know, they, they move out of your life and, you, you know, you really don't think about them that much anymore. And Connie's the kind of person where, like, you're just happy, even though you don't really talk to her that much anymore. Like, once you get to know her, she's mm-hmm. one of the kind mm-hmm. of people that once you get to know them, like, you can't really imagine your life without their light and your world. And she's one of those people. She's salt of the earth, super cool people. Anyway, so that and if you don't strike up conversations with with people in these these mom and pop uh, liquor stores, uh, you're missing out. Right, right. Well, and, and that's the thing, you know. I, I've I, I've talked about several times on several episodes uh, visiting the new Total Wine. Mm-hmm. Love that place. Absolutely, it's, it, it's a mecca. It's it's. Mm-hmm. It, it's the, the be-all, end-all. It is the Sam's Club of liquor stores. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, they got a lot of different stuff. You're you're not going to get that that type of personal connection and mm-hmm. and find those those individuals. What I loved about the guys at, at, at Ryman's is, you know, in our conversation, we started talking about you know second market and how that has driven things like this bottle mm-hmm. to be the unicorns that they are. They're they're not out there because uh, the prices have, have are, are gouged way high. Demand is, is high, which that's part of it, mm-hmm. but the prices on some of these things are just so outrageous. And so we started talking about that, and 
they were very, very vocal about being so against that because they want to offer the public these things for what they're supposed to be offered for. Because of the demand on something like this 107, they're not putting it out on the shelf. Yeah. And that totally makes sense. Mm -hmm. If you're not there and you don't know what the Antique 107 is, it's not on the shelf, you're not going to miss that it's not on the shelf. Mm -hmm. But having the conversation and then you start talking about all the Weller offerings or whatever, it opened up a whole different Mm -hmm. conversation that led to something more than just strolling in and picking up a bottle of whatever you can find at the price point that you're looking for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it it, it probably helped them understand their customer more, too. Because they're like, well, this guy is a fan of Weller, and since he's having such a hard time, and we have it, throw him a bone. They had... And what a a fucking bone this is. They had a whole lot of other... I mean, they had so many other bottles that were way, way higher priced than this. But they're they're keeping that in the back, and they're and they're it's almost like they're waiting for you know. And I'm not the perfect customer, but they're waiting for the right person, the to, right customer, to yeah. make this available to you know the cu- customer that's really looking for this uh, or something like that. You know, the first time I walked in there, I don't even think we talked about stag, but. In the course of a conversation, the owner was there, and he excused himself. And when he came back, walking back out, he's like, hey, would you be interested in this? And in his hand was the the stag uh, bottle that we tried, you know, not that long ago. And just, yeah, it, it's making those connections, and it's, it's finding that the common ground and making a friend with your local store back to this weller mm-hmm. uh second pull as a kid or as an adult have you ever found yourself open taking the the lid off of a uh cake icing container and then just dipping the spoon in there and just going straight at it I I love cake icing. Okay, yeah. So as an adult, definitely it was it was Dolly Parton icing. <laughs> She's got like the, the her own cake mix. And I had icing. no idea. Oh yeah, yeah. We found it I think last year, and so Jennifer snatched it up because she loves Dolly Parton and really, how could you not love Dolly Parton? She's an I American mean, treasure. Yeah. But and like, yeah. So I think every everybody every Gen Xer. And before, even boomers, has probably had a crush on her boobs at some point in, <laughs> in time. But yeah, that yeah, she yeah, I, I snuck in and, and grabbed a spoonful of um, the icing out of that container after I baked a cake. So my, my as you were saying, my second nose pull on this, mm-hmm. I got just a whole wave of straight vanilla icing. Wow. Okay. Like I'm I'm talking Betty Crocker container of icing you take the plastic cap off you peel off the aluminum foiled top on there mm-hmm. and you just put the not not the regular size spoon i'm talking about the 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 big tablespoon okay. the big fat just, bastard yep. so i'm serious about there. what i'm about to do spoon yep 
Yeah, not, I love me some Betty Not Crocker. that I've done that a time or two, <laughs> dear listener. <laughs> but hmm. but my second nose pull, that that's what I'm I'm getting a wave of just that straight vanilla cake icing. Hmm. Yeah, I love me some, uh, some please, Betty Crocker. Please don't hesitate to get yourself a well. I didn't a little bit more. I didn't. I didn't know. Not my house. You know, I cross that threshold. I'm here to do no harm. <laughs> if, you know? if it's on the table, my bottle. I'm, you I'm gonna take bottle. you up. I'm gonna take please you up. Please do. God, this is beautiful. It's beautiful on the palate. And, it, and I'll it's, take a small pour. It's interesting because. I feel like there's a worthwhile discussion about the color in in glass versus color in bottle. Yeah. All right. So a lot of times I was actually thinking about that. So a lot of times um, a manufacturer will describe it as dark mahogany mm-hmm. or mahogany, and I never I don't see that in the glass. Yeah. But since you brought it up, if you if you hold the bottle up. And depending on on where you're, where you're holding it up, that's a hundred percent mahogany. Yeah, it, it's upstairs uh, at the moment. But think about that bo- that stag bottle. Yes, that would be mahogany in the bottle. Super was that a straight dark. bourbon whiskey? It was okay. Yep. Yep. So once again, straight bourbon whiskey is straight no dyes, bourbon. no yep. colors, no nothing. It's just how it comes that's out of the barrel, aged right out of the barrel. Yep. God, just, just. Right there. This is really good. Like, and this is what, to me, whiskey's not about a shortcut to get yourself drunk. Depending on the whiskey you buy, absolutely, that's what it could be. <laughs> Jim Beam White Label, that's that's what it was for. That's why God put it on this green earth. But, and sometimes that's really just all you're looking for. Girlfriend broke up with you. Your, your wife left you. Your dog fucking got hit by a train. You know your mom's in prison. Your life is a country song. Yeah, you just want the cheap. <laughs> you want the cheap bourbon, the cheap whiskey, just to fucking numb your life for for a little bit, so you can make your way through it. On the on the on the flip side of that thick nickel, um, you've got these. You've got you've got not so top shelf bourbons. But still, really delicious bourbons that are just one hundred percent made for sharing the experience with the people that you that you love and you care about. And this Fair is story. this is this is a fine enough Christmas present to me. Merry I'll, Christmas, sir! I'll cheers that again. Yes, three cheers on this show. Yeah, very much so. And. So thank you is that's my long-winded way of saying thank you. <clears throat> and thank you for cuz I really do enjoy spending the time with you on this podcast and 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 sharing this experience with our listeners and with our friends and our family because they do listen to yep. it. Uh sometimes uh at gunpoint. But we uh <laughs> we definitely we definitely enjoy ourselves and we enjoy whiskey. We enjoy bourbon and scotch. We enjoy the spirits. We the enjoy same the company way because we enjoy the company, right? And we want to share that experience yep. with the people that we love and care about. So, thank you for bringing me into your household and and 
and providing me with this experience. Yep. You and you and Miss Katie, you know, with yep. her her delightful treats. Yeah, she that I that I never expect, but I'm always so thankful that they show up because they're always so good. They they had cooled off by the time I brought them down here, but she she that's all right. She started baking these after we came down here, so mm. these are as fresh as baked cookies as you can get. So good, thank you, Miss Katie. If you haven't heard me crunching away, <laughs> they're so good. So what'd you give this on the nose? I'm gonna pause right there. Uh oh. And I'm okay with my my overall rating, but I was really sad it wasn't just a hair higher. Okay. That's how much I loved this. Okay. Okay. On the nose, did I you gave, expect to love this that much, or did I, you have any expectations going into well, it? Well, and that's one of those weird things because when when you have high hopes, high expectations, mm-hmm. a, a lot of times expectations are not met. Yeah. It's like you know, meeting your favorite musicians. Yeah. You know, if you meet Aaron Lewis and he's just a fucking stick in the mud. Yeah. You're like, God damn it. The movie that you've been waiting all year for yeah. and you've got it built up your this is this is the shit. This mm-hmm. is it. And then it sucks ass. Yeah. And then on the flip side, <clears throat> you meet somebody like um LeJean Witherspoon from Seven Dust. Yeah. And you're like, this dude is cooler than the other side of the pillow. Yep. Yep. Like this is the like this is the kind of dude I want to be like when I grow up. Right, right. Yeah. 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 So such cool this the, this Weller's Antique 107 is your LeJean Witherspoon of whiskeys. <laughs> we should tag True him. True story. We should isolate that sound bite, whatever, that that and then and then tag him in it and see what he says. We can do that. That'd be cool if he would respond. Yeah, and he probably would, because he's stupid cool. So my nose I gave it a four and a half. All right. All right. I gave it a four and a quarter. Okay. We're ballpark. We're I, right there. I ain't mad at you. How about the palate? Four and three quarters. All right. I bumped it up, too. I went to four and a half. Okay. We're stepping in time with one another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about finish? For me, the finish just carried the palate right on through. Okay. So it's four and three quarters. Uh for me, the finish carried on through, the, carried the palette on through. So it was also a four and a half bottle presentation. I gave it a four and a half. Four and a half. Yes, that's a high mark for a rather I, simply. I I, I, th- I think I think so. Uh, you designed know. bottle design and and presentation is, mm-hmm. is a big thing to me. That Booker's. Mm-hmm. That's all, the five. All, all day, all day long, and and in some worlds a seven point five. <laughs> right, and I would totally agree with that too. You know, I mean, because I mean, you got the box, it's you above got the, and the neck cradle, you got a, a wax seal, you've got this whole experience of yeah. opening the thing. You know, it's like the little uh, card we, with the with the whole explanation on there. So you, the you, card, yeah, yeah, it's. It's like uh, the uh, the old man on a Christmas story yeah. with uh, with that leg lamp. And For then, Chile. and then must be with, Italian. With that, <laughs> you you go online and and you look at their website and they and you realize every batch 
every year has its own story which yeah. then then translates down to the 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 artwork that they use for the uh the one of the labels on the bottle and were there like, four batches per year or was 2023 there's four batches okay every um, year that's different 2014 was, was was the first year for Booker's, and there were six on the first okay. couple of years, and okay. then it went down to four. The last couple of years have been four batches okay. a year. Uh, interestingly enough, completely sidetracking here, but uh, I've dug in a little bit, and you know, so so Booker's, which is the bourbon that was started by Booker No, N O E who apprenticed under Carl Beam mm-hmm. of the Jim Beam Distillery. Mm-hmm. Carl Beam also came over when Booker No purchased and got his own distillery up mm-hmm. and helped him get it set up, helped him get yeah. it up and so running. fully supportive. And then once he was up and running, he's like, you're on your own, sink or swim. Yeah. Clearly, they 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 swam just fine. But anyway, where where I'm going with this though is, so there there's Booker's, and then there's also the Little Book. Yeah. So Little Book cousins and, nephews, and, 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 and I'm blanking on the, the first name, but it is the grandson mm. of Booker No. Okay. I, I, it's either Franklin or something like that, but. That particular uh, the so at some point Booker knows grandson got involved with the distillery, mm-hmm. and when he became of age or whatever, started producing his own line, which is now known as the storybook or mm-hmm. little story, uh, little book, little uh, book, yeah, little book, and releases um, it in chapters. It's released in chapters, but they only do one batch a year. One a year. Which is why that one's hard to find. And mm. I should not have been surprised, but my boss, who likes to keep 10 bottles of Buffalo Trace and Eagle Rare, and Eagle Rare on hand at all times, he has t- two bottles of the little book in his collection. Not just one, but two? Yeah, he has two. He has uh, chapter... I think he said chapter five and chapter three. Hmm. But yeah, so Booker's is hard to find in itself. Mm-hmm. The 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 little book is even harder to find, which makes after learning and reading about it, doing one batch a year, yeah, that's going to be mm-hmm. a little bit more exclusive. That one is now on my list of hunt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The impossible finds. <laughs> so anyway, um, all that to say, that Booker's presentation is is the the pinnacle of it, it has everything. Mm-hmm. That said, this doesn't come in a box. It doesn't come in a bag. It doesn't come in a wooden box with a plexiglass mm-hmm. door on the front of it. It's just a nice, clean. Uh, it is a unique bottle. You know the the little uh, warble wave of the neck right there on the neck. Yeah, is is a very unique to the Weller family. Absolutely, I love. Like I've already stated, I love the the label and the consistency of the brand mm-hmm. from offering to offering. 
differentiating it by color. I'm super excited that they lost the metal screw-off cap and put a real cork stopper Mm -hmm. on there. I gave it a four and a half. That was a long road you took me down uh, to get to four I'm and a half. I'm but sorry. no, don't be, don't be. I, I actually enjoy the long way home. Yeah, you know, like uh, the old uh, Super Tramp song says. I'm a fan of that. That way, I can fully immerse myself in the experience, your experience on how you got. It's there. how I got there, right? Mm-hmm. And and that's the thing too is, uh, I have always, whether it's riding motorcycles, mm-hmm. which I love. Uh, whether it is songwriting, whether it is art, mm-hmm. art in particular, those who know me know that art is a very important part of my life. Mm-hmm. To me, what is more important about my art is not how it looks when it's hanging on the wall and it's finished. Mm-hmm. It's it's the 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 journey between start and finish point a and point b Mm -hmm. it's everything in between there you're on your motorcycle it's not the destination it is the journey it's Mm -hmm. how you got there the whole process and so yeah so so when i'm telling this story is because how i arrived at that 4.5 i felt made sense you know it was important with songwriting we're both in metal bands we're actually in the same metal band (laughs) one of them so uh, sometimes the uh, the songwriting process uh, lends such a strong experience mm-hmm. that you actually enjoyed that more than the actual finished product of the song. One hundred percent. I you know that's something that I never would have even you know fathomed in in my in my shallow thought process. But like as as years go by, I have those songs that are like that. Like I, I remember the songwriting process either being so fucking difficult and so it, it it gave me such a challenge like a lot of times i'll get just this handful of riffs that mm-hmm. like make no fucking sense and so it's up to me as the composer slash you know lyric writer songwriter to take all these lay them out straight make the skeleton uh, mm-hmm. happen and then bring that back to the band and so like this is what i have from fucking skull to you know toenails toe bones not nails yet it's and so like this is what i have in mind i'm gonna put you know simple simple uh structure at it you know intro verse chorus verse chorus bridge chorus outro you know simple structure right and um and then it's though that that's what i call the skeleton that's what i call the bones laid out those are the bones laid out that's the skeleton and then it's up to the rest of us collectively to actually put the flesh on this thing and make it breathe right so i i have those songs uh that were a complete bitch to lay out straight and some of them i love them because they were just so easy to happen yeah they they yeah. Were, they came out of they came out of the fingertips breathing already so I, I totally get that. It's not just it's not just the, the destination, it's the process, it's the journey yep. to get there. So all that said, my total is eight point sixty five, eight and five eight. What was your presentation one more time? Four. Four. Okay. So what was your total? Eight point 
six two five or eight and five okay. eighths. That's a good score. Mm-hmm. What's yours? So, like I started off saying, and my disclaimer that that after I to- totaled it all up, I was actually hoping it would be a little higher than what it was. Mm-hmm. Mine came out to nine and a quarter. And if we went back to the old, and I'm not mad style, at that at all. If we went back to the old rating style, what would you give it? Nine and three quarter? Nine and a half? At least nine and a half. At least nine and a half. Yep. Sometimes it's that bottle presentation that'll fuck our score. Yep. But that's part of it. And since we're two different dudes, we have two different perspectives on it. And that's A-OK. I really thought you were going to grab the bottle and go for a third pour. Oh, don't you think for a second I didn't think about that. <laughs> No, I was just looking. You know, I, I had the bottle sitting over by you, and you had the mm-hmm. uh, the front of the the bottle. Mm-hmm. I hadn't really paid a whole lot of attention to the back label. Yeah, there's some good stuff on that back, um, which has the barcode. Uh, it, it's a it's the exact same shape as the front label, just pared down slightly, mm-hmm. so you have a little bit smaller uh, Weller circle. You know, and and actually, now that I'm looking closer at that. Both front and back. That is the Weller W with some nice grain uh, mm-hmm. wrapping around the circle. Yeah, the wheat, the wheat, a little shafts. bit of a wheat. It's a weeded bourbon. Mm-hmm. It's and not w, just a weed. If, if you look at it cockeyed, you can almost see the L there too. Yep, yep. It is the original For weeded WL Weller. Yep, the weeded, the original weeded bourbon. But anyway, yeah, the backside. So yeah, you got you have a smaller uh, wheat circle with the the W in the middle, and then it's got a little bit of a story back here. You know, some government warnings and <laughs> fucking government. <laughs> I'm glad it's not bottles. Surgeon General warning: Women should not drink alcohol beverages during pregnancy. Why not? Those are my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But it's got, you know, a true whiskey pioneer. W.L. Weller is credited by many for being the first to produce Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey using wheat, Mm. which is why they call it the original weeded bourbon. That's pretty cool. Instead of rye in his mash, Bill, William... William LaRue Weller's hmm. weeded bourbon became so popular that Weller was forced to put a green thumb print on barrels to ensure that customers were receiving the real deal. This 107 proof bourbon whiskey tastes sweet yet bold with unusual floral notes and hints of vanilla in reverence to the Legacy of William LaRue Weller. And I'm reading it like that because they have done a, uh, a, a type justification. So what that means that uh, that those that don't know, they have justified the type so that the left and the right edges are completely tapered off in a nice straight line, which means each line of type 
the word spacing is slightly different. Mm-hmm. And what that means is I have to turn the bottle as I'm reading it because yeah. it's actually curving with the bottle and it's it's stretched out a little bit. So anyway, we've, we've done that with other bottles yeah. and it's been a little difficult from time to time. And my eyes are starting to get a little old. And well, it happens. <laughs> it happens. But unfortunately, that's um, this. This is one of those bourbons where, like, uh, to the tastings we've we've done, and uh, more specifically, this tasting. Like, I know I'm right at the threshold of that bourbon borderline, so I can't have any more. Otherwise, I, I'm just not going <laughs> to drive home, at least not for a while. And it's it sucks, but. You know, it's not my bottle. It's your bottle. And even though you said if it's on the table, it's mine too. And I do appreciate that. You know where I live. I do. We'll, we'll, I do. we'll have it again. <laughs> I, I really do hope so because that is so nice. It's like I, I said that like I'm, I'm at that threshold or, you know, getting close enough to it anyway to where uh, I would be disrespecting the bottle the the spirit the the whiskey this bourbon if i kept going but i do want to spend more time with it i just i would just want to lay on a pillow and say like so what are you thinking mm-hmm. what are you thinking what are you thinking you know it's like the new relationship you just want to know everything about them yep. i am looking forward to pouring just a little bit deeper pour mm-hmm. on like a friday or saturday night Popping on a movie mm-hmm. and then just sitting there and just what kind of movie would you watch if you had to watch slowly. a rock documentary or a mockumentary? What would it be? Does it have to be a mockumentary? No, I just threw that in because it, a, a rock mockumentary like Spinal Tap. Oh yeah, it, yeah. It's it's on my list of things that I would definitely watch. But oh, if if rock or metal related, I haven't looked lately. I wonder what uh, streaming uh, services yeah Spinal Tap is on right. What what would it be? Just because it's a podcast of rocktails right. and cocktails. Probably, you know, recently I watched and I thoroughly loved uh, the Beastie Boys uh, mm. documentary that they did on... That, that may have been Apple TV, maybe? Mm. You know, the MCA is the one that passed away. So, so yeah. the, the other guys, Mike D., yeah, I think Mike D's one of them. And A Rock, Ed Rock. Yeah, they did a. Uh, it's basically a, basically a, a night in the in the history of uh, the Beastie Boys, and they basically walked through their start to finish, and then towards the end of it, paid a great respect to MCA and mm-hmm. and his contribution and all that, but. It was really, really good. It was really also interesting to hear them talk about their their early years and and all the 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 trials and problems that they had throughout the years and 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 the turmoil turmoil in the band and that kind of split them up for a while. And also, you know, the songs that everyone thinks of when they think of the Beastie Boys. Mm-hmm. They really can't stand those songs anymore because of who they had become in that time period. Mm, okay. Um, so it, it, just a really, really good. Uh, I, I downloaded it to my iPad 
uh, before I, I forget what trip it, I went on. It was it was a business trip or something. Um, and so I downloaded it to uh, my iPad and, and used that for my um, plane ride. Mm-hmm. And fantastic. Hmm. So I don't know if this is the drink that I would do for the Beastie Boys All right. uh, documentary, but sure, why not? Why not? Why not? I like it. <clears throat> uh, did you happen to notice... Uh, that um, when I walked in your house, I was hiding something. No, I smuggled th- something through, and I've had it here next to me this whole time, and now it's on my lap. Have, have you noticed me? No, not you, at all. Well, since it's a Christmas episode, I wanted to get you something for Christmas. Well, shit the bed. <laughs> what the? Come on. It's something you I found. You can't do ah. that. Oh, man. Ah. You know, I've, I've, <sighs> I found it at a store a couple of months ago, and I'm like, you know, this is cool. Damn you. I mean, it's not it's not super stupid cool, but it's it's cool enough to no, where I thought. No, but you wrapped it in some some cats wearing stocking caps and Santa hats. Yeah. Paper, yeah. so. Kitty cat. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Don't do anything. Man. <laughs> yeah, so so I got you a little something. Damn and there's you. there's the wrapping paper. It's cats with Christmas hats and stocking caps. So what do you think could be in there? I have no idea. All right, well, hopefully you open it and you like it. All right, can I open it? Yeah, open or it. I need to... Yeah, Merry Christmas. Open her on up there. Thank you, sir. This is what I was Dang getting it. at before. Uh, you you sharing this experience with this bottle here. This Weller's Antique <laughs> 107 that you just, you know, can't find. But somehow you found it. All right, so this is a, a little bit taller than square, square box. <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to yeah, rip it. Yeah, rip it on open. And the outside of the box says, call me old-fashioned. Mm-hmm. So on the top of this box, I have a kick-ass pair of old-fashioned socks <laughs> with... Oh man, these socks not only they are a round uh, cocktail glass with a large cubed ice in there and a cherry on a cocktail pick. And then, yeah, the uh, underneath says, Call me old fashioned. I love them. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And then underneath that is a cocktail glass that in a diamond uh, design says call me old fashioned yep there you go thank you sir yes sir Ah, you caught me off guard here good well Merry Christmas sir I appreciate you (laughs) yeah those are awesome Mm -hmm. I do I I do love cool socks yeah I picked those up a couple months ago and I thought um, I I hope Wayne likes socks because this is what I'm getting them I do (laughs) And a cocktail, socks in a cocktail glass. I mean, and they're old fashioned. We always judge a, a whiskey or a spirit or whatever with the with by the industry standard, so to speak, right. of, an, of an old fashioned. It, it is the one cocktail that demands the spirit takes center stage. Absolutely, um, and that's what we want to do here. And on yeah, the burn. yeah, and if it can stand up in an old fashioned, it's good enough for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So, again, thank you. Yes, this sir. Awesome. All right, I'm going to open her on up here and see what's what. It's a black box with a with chrome lettering. Holy shit. You got me a, gla a glass flask. How do you pronounce it? Rag proper? Yep. Double shot silicone. Sneaky plastic lid. One double shot plastic lid cork liner. Uh, two extra silicone lid liners. Smooth pour funnel. Gun metal lid. And a 240 milliliter glass flask. Very cool. Sorry, dear listener, you have to listen to me open things. <laughs> Man, look at this thing. Metal. It's getting used. I was actually thinking about, you know how Von Payne had their, their pre-order? Uh-huh. Well, they were saying, um, yeah, you know, you buy two two bottles of anything, and we ship you a uh, a free flask set. Okay. I'm thinking, well, that's cool. I don't want your fucking flask. Like, it's it's cool. <laughs> it's right. definitely cool, but it's, you know, it's aluminum. I've got aluminum flasks. Yeah. And I'm thinking, the only thing that whiskey actually stays in and doesn't go bad in so i've found is probably it's, glass it's glass yep it just it just changes the taste of it for some yep. some reason i i enjoy mine and and yeah after having a glass flask i i can't go back to a well, well metal that's what they flask, say once so. you go glass you, you never go back <laughs> that's cool so i got a couple different lids for it and there should be like a, a little funnel. A little silicone funnel. Yep. Mm-hmm. That is so cool. Thank you. Absolutely. Very cool. So now you just got to sit there and think about... What am I going to put in it? What do you want to fill it on your way out this evening? What? I'll have to give that some thought. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very cool. What's this little thing? I think there's like a little packet of like replacement inserts maybe okay i'll stick that over here with this very cool this is this is really really cool i'll uh try to take some pictures of it tonight and uh stick it yeah. up on well not tonight tonight but um posting it but i'll definitely post it up on socials this is really cool this is totally cool. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Merry Christmas. Mm -mm -mm. So, any closing thoughts on this uh, Weller Antique 107? I am a fan. I am in love. Mm -hmm. I, I'm i going to have to find myself another one of these bottles. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. And if I ever come across one, I'm going to find myself a bottle, mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. I, I'm hoping one of these days to run across the 12 year or the mm -hmm. uh, barrel proof mm -hmm. or the CYOB yeah. version of it. Because um, I, I think that would be kind of a badass flight comparison yeah. to do is just a special reserve down the, down yeah. the wrist. They're out there. Yeah. They, me I see find, people in the, in the whiskey groups. I see them get them. Me finding this solidifies for me that they are out there mm -hmm. um you know we've talked about a couple times the uh, the restaurant in lenexa the silo okay yeah they not only had the weller antique 107 on their back line but wow. they had a cyob wow. uh, on the back line along with not just the 
E.H. Taylor small batch, which I have, mm-hmm. they also had the E.H. Taylor uh, single barrel uh, variation of that. Mm. And they also had Eagle Rare. They also had the Eagle Rare 17 year um, Blanton's and a bunch of other stuff. Mm. So good, good stuff. Well, I guess uh, I guess it's time to wrap this uh, this Christmas episode. Let's do it. So thank you, dear listener, for listening to this uh, Christmas episode, the the Happy Holidays episode. Um, thank you for listening, and Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to all you folks out there, all you ladies, gentlemen, theys, and thems. Um, we are uh, closing in on on uh, on one year. We're a couple months shy. We're closing in on, on one year. Let us know what. Uh, uh, what you might want to hear in the or see in the in the second year, um, no. give us a shout. Info at savertheburn.com, Jonathan at savertheburn.com, W two at savertheburn.com. Just give us an email that way, or um, you know, send us a message, a DM, sliding them DMs on any one of our social media platforms: TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just you know, send us a send us a, a message that way if you want. Um, uh, uh, this Weller Antique 107 was a uh, was a special a special review on a special night. So um, thank you, Mr. W two, for sharing this moment with me. And um, no matter uh, who you are, where you are, who you're drinking with, and what you're drinking, whether it's Weller Antique 107 or not, always remember keep on burning. burning.